What's up, critical thinkers? Welcome back to the podcast. It's Kid Carson, and sitting across from me, a man who wants to share his personal journey of vaccine injury. You know, it's a real fear. That's why millions of Canadians have decided not to go and get the jab. Darren, thanks for being here, dude. Do you want to say your last name or? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Darren Byers. Darren, Darren Byers. Yeah. Thanks for coming in, dude. Yeah. If I can shake your hand for, you know. Of course. I can't, yeah, I, we yeah. haven't even started yet, and I'm already just feeling like, oh, I can't even imagine. Because <laughs> um, a lot of us who have avoided getting a jab mm-hmm. have just been gaslit. Yeah. And made you feel crazy, yeah. and uh, a lot of us have, have lost friends and family yeah. over it. First off, let me say I was extremely hesitant to get the shot. Okay, um, I've always been very aware of the elites and the Rockefellers and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and you know all these big families that really run the world. You're my kind so, of guy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I, I worked in healthcare for seven years in maintenance. Um, my old supervisor was what you would call quote unquote a conspiracy theorist. Okay. He opened my eyes to a lot of things. Okay. Um, I no longer work, work in healthcare. I work for the city that I, I live in mm-hmm. and uh, we had vaccine clinics all on. And so it was getting, you know, pushed a little bit from work, but not mandated mm-hmm. anyway. So um, I, I do HVAC maintenance. Okay. okay. So I'm at, like I'm, I'm taking care of the, the vaccine clinics for the city and taking care of the HVAC. So anyway, one day I go there and uh, I was like, not sure if I was going to get the shot. Like, you know, hadn't been tested long enough, all that. And anyway, so I go there and they're like, oh, it's slow today. And all the staff in the facility are getting the shot if you want it. And you can like skip the queue of like the 70 year olds. Because I think they were like, rolling it out for like 60s or 70 year olds at the time right yeah so i'm like ah i don't know and i just had like this gut feeling not to do it and i always trust my gut i'm a libra so i like always weigh every decision i research it like crazy and i just didn't trust my gut and i was like ah what's the worst that could happen and so i went in i got the jab i had family members who are immune compromised like so I'm like, you know, trying to do the right thing because that's what's being pushed at the time, right? Mm. Like, go get the shot, protect your friends, protect your family, right? I just caved to pressure and I was like, yeah, okay, I'm going to do it even though I had this bad feeling in my stomach. Mm. So anyway, I get home that night, I'm doing okay. And I'm like scrolling on my phone and it's like, you know, MSNBC or CNN or something and it pops up and it's like the first 300 young men in Israel of like the first 5 million shots that got myocarditis, Right. And I like turn my phone and show my wife and I'm like, look at this. I'm like, mm. I'm like kind of just like my heart just like sunk. Right. So anyway, whatever. Um, 48 hours go by. I just start to feel like, like horrible. I've got like, um, like my ribs. Like I felt like I had like this severe pain in my ribs, like tracing my rib cage. I felt like I got hit by a truck, like in the, like my back was so sore, but I just like toughed through it and went to work. Cause you know, a stubborn man, right? Right. I'm like, you know, early thirties, <laughs> 32, like I'm fit, healthy, like, ah, I can power through this, whatever. Yeah, and yeah. you know, oh, you're going to feel crappy after you get the shot. So just, you know, take some Advil and you're good. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So then I'm a bit of a star Wars nerd, right? So Mandalorian go, dude. Yeah. Right. That, that, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I got the shot on May 4th. 
2021. Okay. okay. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. May the fourth be with you, right? Like get the shot, get your protection. Good to go. Yeah. Anyway, two days later, I'm just feeling like horrible, like 48 hours. Right. So then that was on a Tuesday. I got the shot Friday. I go to work and I just felt like garbage. So, um, I go to work and I'm at work. It's like 9am. I'm like, I'm going home. Like, I just don't feel good. So I call my, my boss. I'm like, Hey, I, like, I feel like crap. I got to go. So it's like 9am. I get home. I lay on the couch. I haven't eaten anything all day. So I'm like, ah, I should eat something. Couldn't eat anything. Had like some Gatorade. Anyway, by noon I had chest pain and I'm like, this isn't good. Right. So laying on the couch and by like three o'clock, my wife was outside playing with our daughter and I like called her on like from the couch like I couldn't even get up all all of a sudden just like felt like my heart was in a vice and so I like called her I'm like hey like I you need to come inside like I'm not doing okay so she comes in I'm like "Eh, I think I should go to the hospital in hindsight we should have called an ambulance but Hmm. she drove me so we load my daughter into the, the truck we hop down she starts driving I'm in and out of consciousness on the drive to the hospital Oh, wow. My, yeah. Like I've got the window down, like Ace Ventura style out the window, trying to like, that's a good know. way to, good way to paint the picture. Ace <laughs> right? Ventura style. Right? Yeah. <laughs> way to put throw so, some comedy in there. <laughs> well, I, I think, oh. I think even though this is very serious, it has to stay light. We do need to, it is serious, but we do mm. need to, you know, find a bit of humor in it too. Right. right? So, so anyway, we get, I'm in and out of consciousness. I have like, my heart feels like it's in vice. I can't breathe. I've got cold sweats. I'm completely white as a ghost. My wife is like scared. Like, honestly, I thought I was dying. I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. And you have a daughter. Yeah. Um, yeah, almost three. She'll be three in September. Wow. So yeah. So we go to the hospital or I go to the hospital because you know, peak COVID, no one's allowed in. right? Right. Right. So they dump me at the door. I go in and I go in and, oh, sorry, back up. We're in the, in the truck. My whole left arm is numb. Hmm. So whole left arm is numb and the severe chest pain, right? Like, I think I'm having a heart attack or a stroke or something. Right. Um, my mom did have a stroke when she was in her early forties. So we have a bit of family history of that. So I was like scared that that was what was happening mm. anyway. So we get there. Uh, I say, Hey, I think I'm having a heart attack. I think I'm having a stroke or something. Um, you know, left arm completely numb, severe chest pain in and out of consciousness. And I just had my shot two days, three days ago, I say, and they go, Hmm okay yeah you know how are you feeling right now and i'm like well i'm up right like i'm okay but yeah so anyway i sit in the merge and two like two days before i found that article on cnn so i'm like looking for that right and i'm like what was this that these young men had with this heart condition and it was myocarditis or pericarditis right had you had you heard of that before no yeah never so takes you know six hours to see a doctor basically so i'm sitting there they send me for x-rays they do some uh blood work urine sample they didn't do any like heart tests like ecg or anything like that even though i showed all the signs of heart attack or stroke Uh, i won't say what hospital i was at but you can probably guess Mm. um and uh so i see the finally see the emerge doctor and i show him my phone the same article i showed my wife like that night and i go I think I have this and it was for myocarditis, right? Um, you showed this to the doctor. Yes. In okay. emerge. 
And he goes, mm, that's pretty rare. I don't think you have that. I think you have COVID. And so they do like a chest x-ray and all that. I'm like, well, maybe I do have COVID. I don't know. Never had it before. Right. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just like, so I don't want I don't want to skip ahead. <laughs> but like, for the love of God, mm-hmm. of course, he says, I think you have yeah, COVID. Right. I mean, uh, dude, I'm just, yeah, I'm trying to stay along the uh, in the oh, timeline of what you're experiencing. But I mean, it gets much better. Uh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm so <laughs> and thank you for being so brave and sitting yeah. here and reliving this because Yep. I'm sure it's not easy, but my God, I'm so angry for you. We've just started. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, so the doctor says, no, I think you have COVID. Yeah, so basically they just treat me like I have COVID. They do the, you know, nose swab. Um, he says, oh, your chest x-ray looks good. Your lungs look good. But, you know, maybe in a couple of days it'll get worse. So they go, yeah, like, are you okay to go home? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, am I? Like, you're the doctor, right? So... They discharged me at like 3 a.m. And uh, with, with having done nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And, saying- how, and how am I supposed to get home? My wife is at home sleeping with our like year and a half, two year old daughter. So it's late at night. Yeah. So yeah. suspected yeah. COVID patient, Darren, oh, I hop in a cab. Like, what are you going to do? And why are they sending you home if you have COVID? Like, exactly. hey, go home to your wife and kid now. Exactly. Oh, my right? God. It's just, <sighs> yeah, it's, it's just, gets more ridiculous. Yeah. Do you guys right? have a bubble I can run <laughs> yeah. it like a hamster wheel? Can I, rent, I can... can I rent one of these bubbles? Can I be bubble boy <laughs> so I can for run a week? Home? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, so, how do they expect you to get home if they think you yeah. have COVID and you should not be around anyone? Oh my right. God, dude. Okay. Yeah. So I get home, set up like our spare bedroom for like quarantine. Well, by the time I'm even done that, I get the results back. They're negative. I'm like, okay, something else is going on. And I'm back to the heart issues. So I like follow up and I like call um, like all the walk-in clinics around and talk to some friends who are, you know, nurses and all that stuff. Right. And so I, I, we were in between GPs at the time and um, I hadn't seen our new GP yet, but my wife had, and she said, you just book in with her. She's great. So I make an appointment, like emergency appointment with our GP. And first thing when I see her, I go, I got the shot. And I think I have like a heart condition from it. So she's like, okay, we're going to figure this out. And um, she's been great through the whole process. And she, you know, facilitated all the specialists and all those appointments. Um, So then I did finally after, I don't know, blood work and blood work and tests and ECGs and EKGs and everything. Um, ultrasounds and everything get uh, a diagnosis from the head of medicine at a local hospital I'll leave that out just for their namesake Mm -hmm. being kept private Um, but I did get a diagnosis of pericarditis which is inflammation of the heart sac the pericardium which your heart lives in okay so myocarditis is the inflammation of the heart muscle okay and then there's a sac around the heart yeah and you've got inflammation of that yes so okay. there's fluid in there, there's inflammation, and then that causes these issues. So wow. that's my official diagnosis. Wow. Yeah. And did they say what caused it? Yeah, it's all from the shot. It is. Did they actually admit that? It's all in writing on my medical file. Um, wow. It's all official. I am officially counted as an AFI um, report, and uh, which is... Um, Adverse event following immunization, which is the Canadian version of VARES, 
Right. Um, so I am officially one of those. Previously, uh, it was noted as like 2,200 in Canada that had um, peri or myocarditis. And uh, recently they've changed how they do the reporting. And now it's only showing like 1,100 on the yeah, Government of Canada website. So Keep those numbers low. Right, right. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Dude, well, first of all, I'm really sorry. Yeah. Like yeah. that's um, that's just crazy. Fucking brutal. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. There's lots more to it, too. Okay. That's just okay. when I got my diagnosis. Wow. So then just like kind of soaking this in because it's just uh, yeah. I'm just I'm hurting for you, man. Yeah. So it took um, took about two and a half months to get the diagnosis. So like I didn't know what was happening with me for two and a half months. So going to the different specialists, yeah. getting the test done. Yeah. Two Car- and a half months. Cardiologists. Like yeah. Cardiologists. Um, head of medicine. Um, yeah. Lab works. You know, like blood work, urine, everything, every other week type mm-hmm. deal. Um, to date, we're now about 15, 16 months post-shot. I have had, I think, 46 doctor's appointments, and I still have more. Wow. Like, I'm going back to a cardiologist soon. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. 46 yeah. appointments. Yeah. That's, that's for everything, right? My GP, um, cardiologist. Yeah, a lot of appointments, stress dude. Stress test, treadmill test. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, so what happens next? Okay, so I don't even know what to yeah, ask. Yeah, right? yeah, I'll just let yeah, you take it yeah, away. Yeah, sure. Okay. So, so not only did I have like severe chest pain, like I felt like my heart was in a vice. Um, I had tingling extremities, which, um, like, that was honestly the worst because it was, you know, when you like fall asleep on, like, sit on your hand or something and it falls mm-hmm. asleep or like your, your leg. So both feet and my right hand were numb for like mm, four months or so. Oh my god, twenty four seven touch anything couldn't barely feel it like just pins and needles wow so i still have that um and how are you getting around are you like just walking around carefully yeah is that it it's like like it's okay now it's like only if i'm like doing certain things um like i notice if i'm like on my phone too much in like a stationary position throw the phone away yeah (laughs) yeah it's a good thing to do anyway right (laughs) no i've had i've had um a couple of friends who've had the experience of feeling that their legs yeah. were going numb yeah. and then it, it came back, but yeah. it, it scared the crap out of them, obviously. Yeah. Um, another person who, or two other friends of mine who they started to lose vision really? in their eyes. Yeah. So there's all these different stories, but mm-hmm. wow, yours is like the hardcore. Well, and, okay. and you know what though? Mine isn't even that bad compared to a lot of the people I've connected to. Mm. Um, so I've talked to people all over the world um, in like support groups on like Facebook and, you know, chatting with them. I've talked to, like, in my group of people that I know, I've talked to 57 people who, like, I can confirm it, you know, okay, your cousin, your coworker's uncle, like, had some sort of reaction to the shot. Right. Yeah. Whether it was um, shingles, uh, heart issues, stroke, uh, blood clotting, um, you know, someone who had short-term paralysis in their legs. Um yeah, like it's just crazy. What's that like to log into the Facebook group for the first time? You're like, hey, my name's Darren. Yeah, and this is what happened to me. You're so yeah. scared and overwhelmed and you don't know what's happening to you and you're just looking for some sort of validation that like you're not crazy, right? Mm. Because mm. I felt like that for a long time. Like yeah. it, it was rough. Wow. Yeah. Oh, dude. 
okay, then what happens? <laughs> so now we're... And he's rubbing his hands. Yeah, I'm not sure now, if you're watching this. No, this is good. This like is this. good. Okay, it's so, getting juicy. Yeah, so, so my GP has been great. Um, so she fought, your, your GP has to file all the paperwork for an adverse reaction to the vaccine. Okay. You, you can't just be like, oh, I got the shot. And I want to file the paperwork. It has to be documented, has to be filed, has to be approved, has to be like reviewed by like the provincial health officer's office. And then they have to rubber stamp it and whatnot. So um, we did all that. It all went, went through. Um, so like it's on my permanent record on my medical file. I have all the documentation from that. Um, I sent that to to you and and Hanan to oh I haven't seen that oh, oh yeah yeah okay yeah I, sent I it just to believed you guys. yeah yeah no I I did send it to you guys so it, it is pause it the is interview there. let's yeah, make sure let's this is legit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um so then I'm talking with my GP and she goes you know okay so we do have to have this conversation I know you I probably know your answer second shot I'm like well. Still have a heart issue from the first, so definitely. Your GP you know. actually asked you if you wanted to do a second shot? Yes, but it was a formality. She was not pushing it on me at all. She oh already my. knew. She has been great. Okay. So let me get there. Oh, my God. So okay. she says she has been on in my corner the whole time. She's She said, like, you know, it's from this 100%. You know it is. They they as in the health authority is not gonna you know push that that narrative that it's from the shot right so anyway i get a i'm at home one day this is like three or four months post shot and i'm still fucked up like i can't even walk up my fucking stairs in my house i have to stop halfway up the stairs wait for 10 minutes then go up the rest of the stairs because i have no cardio capacity it was crazy. Mm. Like, couldn't do anything with my daughter. Couldn't exercise. Can't. Couldn't. Couldn't do anything. Like, mm. get up, walk to the fridge, get water. <gasps> oh, dude. So, anyway, um, it's like four or five months post shot. I'm still messed up. I get a letter, and I live out in the valley, and I'm in Fraser Health Authority. Okay, so I get this letter, and it's from Vancouver Coastal Health. I'm like, huh, that's kind of weird. But, well, you know, I've gotten mail from um, the provincial health officer's office. So I'm like, oh, maybe it's something to do with that. Anyway, I open it up and I won't say the doctor's name, but um, the department that he looks after at Vancouver General Hospital is the Smoking Cessation Clinic. Smoking Cessation Clinic. Yeah. What's so, that mean? I guess for tobacco use and people that want to quit or if you have like lung cancer from that i guess he's the guy the head the medical head of the smoking cessation clinic okay so this letter that i got was from from him and it basically states that according to vancouver coastal fraser health all the health authorities and the i think it's the na NAIC, National Advisory, NACI maybe, and National Advisory Committee for Immunization, which is like the big conglomerate in Canada, mm-hmm. um, they recommend getting the second shot. Cool. Because the risk of getting the second shot and developing a heart condition is less than getting COVID and getting a heart condition. <laughs> so I, I laugh, right? Because I'm like, oh, I'm like, 
I don't know if I'm even going to wake up tomorrow from the first shot. Like, why would I go get a second one? So, anyway, that was unbelievable. That was a good one. That was a good one. Dude. This is a doctor that I've never talked to, never seen, never had any conversation with this doctor. And he deals with like lung cancer, like yeah. nothing to do with heart. I, I, no. Anything. No. Wow. I, I guess because, I don't know, maybe respiratory, right? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not sure his credentials. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm sure he's a very smart doctor, but had never spoken to I'm not to so me. sure that he's a very well, smart doctor. Yeah. <laughs> You're very kind. Right. <laughs> Give him the benefit of the doubt, right? Holy moly. Okay, so then what? Oh, then so, what? Oh, so then we're, yeah, so then I, I, you know, I'm seeing all these doctors and whatnot. And so I, I have a, a consult with the head of medicine at my local hospital, and he's the one that gave me the original diagnosis. And um, I say to him, I say, um, like I have these, these tingling extremities, like I, like, could it be from like lack of blood flow? Like what's, what's the deal here? Right. Um, he goes, Oh, well, that's not related to your heart issue. And I go, kind of, kind of seems like it would be right. <sighs> like heart, not working properly, inflamed, not pumping, dude, not a blood flow. Like it's kind of a no brainer. That's obvious. Yeah. Like there's yeah. not blood yeah. getting into my, yeah. to my, to my feet and my right hand. Right. Jesus. So. He goes, well, it's not related to your, your vaccine injury. And I go, with all due respect, I don't, I don't believe your medical opinion on that. And he goes, well, basically that's what it is. So I go, okay, thank you for your time. So then apparently he contacted my GP and basically told him I was a jerk. And I laughed and I was like, well, yeah, it's because I told him he was wrong and it's all from it. My GP looks oh, at the me. ego, the yeah, ego. Yeah, that... it's, it's the ego of, right. So, so of the uneducated tradesmen. Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. You're just exactly. some uh, exactly. bum off the street, exactly. you know, yeah. I keep telling him, I don't agree with your <laughs> medical opinion. And then he, he's got to contact your GP to yeah. say that you're a jerk. Yeah. Oh, so, so, uh, yeah. Um, so and here you are you've already like your, your heart is already under all this uh you know stress stress oh yeah and now it's been compounded by oh, um assholes being yeah. assholes yep. and yep. causing you more stress yep. i mean yep. stress on a healthy person isn't good yeah let alone exactly. what you're dealing with yeah. so oh yeah. my god so what did yeah. your gp say my gp looks at me and smiles and she goes well you and i know the truth and that's one of the most unprofessional things i've seen mm. and i it's like, yeah, okay. Thank God for this GP, yeah. right? Yeah, she's been great. The, she the one person awesome. who kind of yeah. made you feel like you're not nuts. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's been someone who's been even more helpful than that. Yeah. Okay. And that's kind of the next step. Okay. Um, so with my GP, um, we kind of came to like the end of our rope. Like, you know, what, what can we do? And she's like, well, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, we don't know. This is all new. You know, we were all the guinea pigs here, right? So, um. I was kind of like my wits end, like not getting any better, um, you know, not able to exercise, not able to go back to work. So I contacted a, a naturopath and uh, yeah, like went and saw her and she, um, we had a 45 minute appointment 
and she cleared her schedule that afternoon after hearing what the issues were and we spent two and a half hours together and we came up with a plan and she gave me some supplements and within 48 hours like boom huge recovery what huge jump wow you're kidding me yeah so she had seen people with long-haul covid or vaccine injuries that um basically their immune system was attacking their body and so this supplement that she gave me which um basically sends like a stop signal in your immune system and then like resets your immune system okay so like within 48 hours of taking that i made like a huge jump wow like extremely noticeable amen brother yeah so then wow so then we kept going trying different things um I was seeing her for about six months or so. Yeah. And uh, all the time doing my own research too, right? Mm-hmm. And, and finding all How these, dare you? I know, right? How dare you do your I own know, research? Right? <laughs> and, and connecting with all these people, right? And like learning yeah. all about this stuff and, and just going on this like wild health journey. And so then um, I had been um, researching and finding out about um, like glutathione and NAC, N-acetylcysteine. And... I don't know what any of that is. Okay, so I don't need to know, but <laughs> glutathione is a, like a master antioxidant in your body. Okay. And NAC is like a precursor to it. So it's like a pill you can take. And God, the stuff you must have learned. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. So it actually helps detox like liver and kidneys um, if you have like acute Tylenol poisoning, because people pop Tylenol all the time. Like I was taking it like crazy for my heart. Right, right. right. So anyway, I, she prescribes this NAC, N acetylcysteine. And same thing. Like, Within 24 hours, 48 hours, I felt like crap for like the first 24 hours. And then boom, 48 hours, I like, like, woo, I can, I can like get up and do some jumping jacks or something. Like I, it was amazing, the, the difference. And um, after that, I got uh, about a week after I started taking that and I got cleared for exercise from cardiologist and then kind of just went from there. And so I am back exercising now. Um, wow, yeah. dude. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long haul. <sighs> I, I, God, I just want to rant and rave and say a whole bunch of inappropriate uh, yeah, words. Me, me too. Me too. I just, and we can if we want. I yeah. mean, hey, this, yeah. we're, we're, this is, this is podcasting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just the beauty that's of it. That's why we're here. Holy shit. Yeah, I know. I mean, doesn't it make you just, what an eye opener to, just the not just the not just the jab, but mm-hmm. but the Canadian healthcare system. Yeah, yeah, it is really shocking. I've had a couple yeah. experiences this last six months yeah. with my own family. Yeah, um, that have had us just looking at our at each other, going, "Wow, we we." I feel like it's been like almost like propaganda my whole life. I just felt like yeah. Canada was the best. Yep, like we everyone tout you know totes yep. uh, Canada's free healthcare and this whole, and then you go and you need something and you it, can't get it. You can't get it. Yeah, or there's no. I can't believe there wasn't a doctor who said, Hey, you know what? There, there might be some things here you can take to whatever the naturopath yeah, gave yeah. you. No, they, they had no clue. All they gave me was, um, colchicine, which is for, um, it's an anti-inflammatory that you basically get prescribed when you have myopericarditis, mm-hmm. but you can get it from just a virus or, um, an acute injury as well. So like we have a friend who was traveling in Costa Rica and they got some crazy jungle virus and, he got pericarditis. Hate those damn ah, jungle viruses. Jungle virus, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather get a jungle virus yeah. than get something from from a from, jab. You yeah, know? me too. At least you're getting it me while too. you're on adventure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> oh my god. So like, that's what they gave me. Just you know, read the book, read the textbook. Okay, yep, yeah, this is the one. 
they also prescribe colchicine for gout. Mm. So it really is just, uh, they really are just, they don't know what's going on. No. And it's, uh, and you know what? It's, it's, it's tough because there are some great, there are some great doctors. You, your GP was great. They care. Yep. Um, but there is a certain thing, there's a certain ego, there's a certain yeah. bravado, um, there's a certain, when you're invested, I mean, yep. when you're invested, God knows how much a doctor's education is, a hundred grand, yeah. however, and you're paying that that student loan off for the yep. first 20 years of your career or whatever. Like, I, I get that you you can't, like, yeah. you're locked in. Yeah. There's no way your mind is yeah. open to new no. ideas at that point. You are, you're sort of indoctrinated, yeah. right? basically. Yeah. No pun intended. Indoctrinated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're, 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 yeah, you're, you're in this, um, this realm, you're kind of locked into place as a, as I hate to say it, it sounds harsh, but a drug dealer for big pharma. Big pharma, yeah, you know, hundred percent. That's what it is. And and like you said before, you were kind of already open to the Rockefeller yep. and how they set up the whole medical system because yep. they had access petroleum that they figured out a way to you make medications out of, and yep. then they'll now let's set, let's demonize naturopath, yeah, and let's set up the medical system. We'll fund the schools. We'll yeah, pick forward. and choose who gets to become a doctor. Um, and then, and then push them out there to, 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 to work our system. Yeah. It is crazy, dude. And mm-hmm. now you've seen it firsthand. Yep. Holy moly. Yep. Naturopaths, man, they're the best, right? Yeah. She, like, she was awesome. Like, I, I, I just couldn't believe like, so I, <laughs> the cardiologist that I went and saw, I didn't even see her in person. It was all over the phone. Wow. Here you are thinking you're going to die. Right. And they're like, oh, I can take a phone call with you. Yeah. And so then I go see my naturopath and my first appointment is in person. And, and I go in there and I say, okay, how do you want to do the follow-up? I say, like, what are you, you know, what's your plan for me? Right. Like, do you want to do this zoom or phone call or what? And she looks at me and of course we're wearing masks, but I can see that she's smiling and she goes, well, I'd like to do in person because that's how you treat the patient. Hmm. You're like, thank you. I was like, Thank God, like, finally, it's right? It's a basic humanity. Yeah. So she's been great. Um, can, we, can we share your naturopath's yeah, name? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Dr. Mahela Kire at uh, A New Leaf Naturopath Amazing. In, uh, in Langley. She's, Amazing. Yeah. I've awesome. met some incredible naturopaths over yeah. the years. I, yeah. Um, good. That's good for you, man. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And so wh- wh- where are you now? Like, so you- I still have chest pain every day. Um, I still have tingling feet and tingling hand at some points throughout the day. Um, but I am back exercising, um, doing, uh, like light cardio, riding the bike, um, doing light strength training again. Um, so yeah, like I'm, I'm able to do a lot of the things that I, you know, normally would be able to do. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's still there. I still have to watch it. Um, yeah. So what, yeah. what, uh, what's this whole journey been like with your like friends and family? Yeah. So that's interesting too. Right. Um, so of course I am kind of looked at as the, I wouldn't say black sheep of the family because of the shot, but I'm looked at as the one who, you know, thinks differently than everyone. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Critical thinker. Yeah. You're my kind of people. Right. Right that's the thing so yeah like i've had i've had family members that like would say oh well why don't you just get the second shot i'm like well because i almost died from the first one or in my mind i almost 
felt like I was going to die. I don't know how close I was. Right. But so then feeling like your heart's in a vice. I mean, yeah. I okay. I yeah. don't want to cut you off. I yeah. feel like I want to keep jumping in, but it's so, like, yeah, ugh. it, it ugh. was frustrating. Right. Like I, yeah. How on earth can someone even say that to you? Yeah, I know. What part of the brain? I mean, it's your yeah. family. It's your member. It's your no, family. No, I, I don't I want agree. to start no, no, no. slagging your family. No, no it's all good. <laughs> I, just, I agree. Uh, it was frustrating. It was uh, same with um, most people have been extremely supportive. Um, but for sure, I, I can guarantee you there were people that were like, oh, yeah, we, we probably won't hang out with Darren right now. They, they think you're, you're yeah, nuts. And then suddenly you get the paperwork and you're like, hey, look, see? diagnosis uh, i think it was more that like i didn't have the second shot because they're wow. just so you know drinking the kool-aid and i can't believe it yeah it's frustrating like dude i was injured from the first shot yeah and you're holding it against me that yeah. i won't get the second yeah wow dude i'm so sorry that's so yeah. effed up dude but you know what it's it's okay because it was all part of the journey like i i've I was so fucked up like physically and like mentally and emotionally for like a good few months. And then like, you know, I couldn't play with my daughter, man. Like she was like at the age where she like, she's just running around and like learning everything. And like, it was hard. Mm -hmm. And that was like the worst thing. It was like, Oh, daddy can't do that. Daddy's heart hurts. And then she would say that. And I'd be like, fuck. Ugh. Like that was by and that far cute little two year old yeah. voice. Right. Yeah, yeah man. Right? Yeah. So, so then our youngest are, are probably the same age. Yeah. My youngest just, just turned five. Maybe she's yeah. a bit younger. Yeah. She's almost three. Almost three. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So like by far that was the worst thing, but then, you know what? Like I, I started doing like all these this research and like just down the rabbit hole you know how it goes. Right. And, and not just about like the vaccines, but like just everything that's happening and 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 health and healthcare and our healthcare system and and then i just had like this epiphany that like just because i'm awake to all this and like i have gone through this journey other people uh, some people care right mm -hmm. like we're here right. there's lots of other people listening that care but you know some family members or friends or whatever they don't care they're just happy doing their nine to five, doing their thing, and they don't want to listen to it. Mm -hmm. So I kind of had like this, like moment where I was like, okay, like I'm, I've got to like change my whole outlook on like a lot of things. And um, and how do you do that? What's the shift? What's the new attitude? Or how do you deal with? I, you know, I'm still figuring it out, but I think it's like controlling what you can control but also just finding the right people to connect with like i felt i felt crazy i felt alone i was physically hurting and then like like kind of like around the freedom convoy like things really picked up for me i was like okay boom like there are other people that that think like me and mm -hmm. and have been through this and then connecting with all the other people that have had the jab injuries although it's very sad it's been therapeutic, right? To connect with people that are going through the same thing. Um, I actually did a, a interview with a lady from uh, Ontario, um, an independent journalist, Monique, and she brought on in our interview, one of the guys that was in the clinical trials for Pfizer. And he has the same heart issues as me. And he was in the clinical trials, tried to blow the whistle on the whole thing. Wasn't able to. 
Wow. Pretty wild. There must be so much anger that you're holding on to. And I wonder, um, I wonder how you let that anger go. Cause you know, it's like, yep. we've all had yep. anger towards people and you carry that around. And it's like, eventually you're like, God, why am I carrying? I have to put down this heavy, yeah. this heaviness yeah. so that I can find joy yep. again. Yeah. It, uh, it was pretty heavy for a while for sure. Um, but like you say, like the, the stress of it didn't make things any better. I had to really like focus on healing my heart and my body and doing the right things for that. Otherwise, you know, I wasn't going to be able to be there for my wife, be there for my daughter. Right. So I had to do all that, had to change diet, cut out alcohol, cut out caffeine. Um, yeah. Things like that. Wow. Yeah. Pretty wild, man. Will you, do you, do you see yourself? I mean, that's not something you'll ever like totally be over, but it, yeah. do, do you find your, do you, do you ever imagine a way that you'll be able to like forgive this whole situation or, um, that's maybe a stupid question no, because no, I'm no, still, it's, I'm it's still raging question. inside. It's a good question. I think, uh, I think I, I think I will like not soon, but one day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I think it's like led me on this really like enlightening journey and I don't really know like what's going to come out of it. I know that I want to like spread the message like this happened because when I tried like just on, on social media, it got censored like right away. Right. Yeah. It would just like get, you know, you know, the COVID banner and mm. we're taken down blocked. Um, yeah. So like even just connecting like just by sharing stories and like sharing with other people. Like I've talked to people all over the world and had hour long conversations with them of people that are going through the same thing. And like my message to them has always been like, you're not alone. You're not crazy. Like don't let it affect you like that. Just fix what you can fix. And that's the whole thing with like informed consent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. When you hear a story like yours yeah. and then you can say, okay, yeah, I understand the risks. It's one in whatever now, and the numbers are actually pretty high. You know, we yeah. have all seen the, the, the leaked documents, yeah. but um, as long as you know this is possible, yeah, um, it should be like, okay, now you can make the choice. But because they're trying to hide it yeah. and bury it and lower the numbers and yeah. everything else, it's not informed consent. No, it's, no, it's not. Well, and, and the thing is, like, I didn't even know this. You're supposed to get a pamphlet for every shot that you take that shows you all the adverse reactions, all the complications, whatever that you can get. I was never offered that. Mm. I had to open that and saw, oh yeah, risk of heart condition, myocarditis, pericarditis in men under, you know, 20 to 40. I would have been like, hey, that's me. Maybe I should think twice about this. Right. Yeah. So. And, and the, the, the pushing of it on kids, that must drive you crazy. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I, I try to just, that's another thing is like, I try to tell people that, right. And I'm like, look what happened to me. Do you want that to happen to your kid? What for what? Yeah. You know, the official number is ninety nine point seven percent survival rate if you do get COVID. Mm -hmm. If sounds if you like, get sound, it, yeah, yeah, sounds like the flu. Yeah, my God, how has it been for, <laughs> um, like for for traveling for? Mm. I mean, now it's a bit of a we're in a bit of a interesting time here where yeah. some things have been dropped, but. You obviously 
aren't going to get more shots. No. Now, are you going to be considered someone who is uh, the vaccinated anti-vaxxer? Right. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Are they? Gonna I always, I always jokingly to refer to myself as considered as unvaccinated scum of the earth because right. that's how we were seen, right? Mm. Like, and um, and I, I never. Let me be very clear. I was never a pro-vax or an anti-vax person. I was always like a pro-information person, and um, I, I don't, I don't discriminate against anyone who has the shot, doesn't have the shot. If you're good people, you're good people to me. Okay. Yeah. They've that's, done a great job yeah. of labeling us yeah. all in different. Yeah. And, that, yeah. and that's part of the point. That's mm -hmm. what they want. Right. They yeah. want us to be, you know, butting heads and against each other rather than unified. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah. So then the vaccine passport comes in. Right. And I had one shot. So I was not included in that. I did not have an exemption. I applied for an exemption because I had a medical deferral. You're shitting me. So three days before it ended, I finally got approved. So I was lumped into the unvaxxed category. So not being able to go to like a restaurant right. or go to a hockey game. Right. Or, or, oh. get, or get this, I work for the city and I work in our pools, our rec centers, all that kind of stuff. I can go work there because I'm working, but I couldn't go there as a patron. I oh could, my God. I couldn't take my daughter. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. So I couldn't take my daughter to the pool that I work in every day. So you are officially a vaccine yeah. injured person. You've yes. got the documents and the doctor yeah. and you can't take your, your daughter to the pool. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. It's yeah. so insane. I know, but I work in there every day. Oh right? God. Oh I know. my God, man. Make it make sense. Right. Make it make sense. <laughs> wake me up. Darren, Darren. <laughs> Isn't it wild? Holy moly. Like, see, and these are just things that are popping up in my head. Like, imagine how much over the past year and a half I've forgotten, right? Oh, I like... know. All those little moments of like, oh, <laughs> dude, dude. Yeah. So then travel. Okay. Back to that question. Cause we never covered that. So, um, yeah, like obviously I haven't been able to go anywhere. Cause especially, you know, I'm still considered the unvaxxed. I'd have to quarantine if I come home. Like I could leave the country now, but yeah. I have to have to quarantine when I come home. Yeah. So yeah, like my <sighs> wife and daughter have a trip to Hawaii planned um, in a couple of months. And as of right now, I am not going, hmm. which is, that sucks because it's my daughter's first time on a plane. Um, yeah. Like first time going to Hawaii. Wow. And there's a very good chance that I won't be there. Hopefully it changes. Oh. <laughs> okay, um, we got to smuggle Darren out. Yeah, Everyone, right? put out your feelers. <laughs> send us your contacts. Right. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna send you there in a shipping container, right? man. Perfect. <laughs> I'll meet you on the beach. Right? Oh, dude, that, what a wild. Yeah. What a wild. I'm trying to think of what else I want to know about this. Yeah. It's just so infuriating. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just keep thinking about. I, I saw a funny meme actually mm -hmm. last night. And it was like a, a cartoon yeah, yeah. and it was like the doctor saying to the patient, like, what do you mean you don't want your sixth shot? Yeah. Are you an anti-vaxxer? <laughs> I know the, <laughs> the indoctrination is just so. You can even so be injured. Heavy. You can even yeah. be injured and then still, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Get your next one. Yeah. Get your next one. And doctors that you've never talked to are sending you letters saying, yeah, I get it. Wow. Get it, get it, get it. Wow, man. So, I mean, what do you. What do you do with that? I guess you, you just tell your stories as often as you can. Yeah. And, um, yeah. um, and just connect with people and people that are, you know, waking up and people that are like-minded and just, yeah. Yeah. I'm curious to see where this will, 
take you. Yeah. You know, because you go down more of the rabbit holes, I'm sure that, yeah. you know, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So now you're, you're, you're back at work. Yeah. You're doing yeah, your ba- thing. I'm back to work full time. Yeah. Um, I was off work. Uh, f- I was off work completely for about four months. And then uh, I went back like two days a week, four hours a day in the beginning and then worked up. And so it took me about seven months to get back to work mm-hmm. full time. And there's no like compensation. Uh, or there, is there a little there bit? Is, there okay. is. There, so there is a, a federal government program called the Vaccine Injury Support Program. So anyone that has a official diagnosis can apply right. for compensation. Okay. Um, I mean, I mean, it's a federal government program. It's taken forever. Like we're still in, I've applied. We're still in the stages. Wow. It's been 15 months. So, well, I guess uh, it hasn't been that long since I applied, but it's yeah. it's been a while, like at least probably seven or eight months. Yeah. And I mean, nothing can, no amount can, No, you know, it's going to be no. piddly. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be, be nothing worth, basically. Yeah, but, I would know. rather have had my health yeah, than yeah. any amount of money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, here's mm-hmm. another one. See, these things just pop mm. up. So, so my work um, implemented a, a vaccine policy. It's not a mandate. It was not mandatory to work there. But if you didn't have both shots, you had to do rapid testing twice a week at your cost. Oh. So it wasn't a ton of money, but I was paying out of pocket to go to work. Um, my union, even though I applied for a exemption from paying for it because, hey, I'm vaccine injured. Nope, everybody's lumped in the same. So our union filed a grievance, we won. Of course, it's medical discrimination. Hmm. Big surprise. And we did all get reimbursed. Um, but yeah, there's just, <laughs> just a, the hoops. So just another layer, right? Like, just another layer of bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. That you've got to go through. Beat you down. It's right? like, like, dude, yeah. have some compassion. Yeah. I've already been screwed. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so let's just squeeze that hard yep. as hard as we can. Right. Oh, dude. <sighs> Wild. It's wild. Yep. It's wild. But I, I just have to look at the positives. Yeah. All the people I've connected with. Um, it's like totally changed just my outlook on life, my way of thinking, like everything. So, you know. And so now what is the, what is the way of thinking? What is the, what is the final? Is there any positive note after all of this? Yeah. Or is it like, listen, check in with me again next year and see where I'm at? No, I, I think... I think it's taken me like not only on this like emotional and like spiritual journey of like figuring out what I want to do and like I don't want to do the rat race every day and I don't know I just I like I really want to find like why why I'm here mm. I was actually I was listening to your your podcast with um the RKH uh, yes or, yes sometimes you get listen- the initials mixed up yeah life I, purpose yeah, life pur- yeah, 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 yeah I was listening to it on the way in today and I was like man I gotta call this chick holy mm. smokes <laughs> Like, this is like, I feel like this is, this is like my, my life altering experience mm. Yeah. where now I have to find out what my life purpose is. Mm. Like, yeah, I can do HVAC maintenance for the rest of my life, you know, have a good pension, retire. Okay. But like, there's gotta be something more, yeah, like, right. even if it's just helping people somehow, like if it's you know, connecting with them and, and being supportive through their vaccine injuries or through, you know, mm-hmm. sharing my experience. Like there, there's something, it's more rewarding, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm so glad you're having that yeah. spiritual awakening Yeah, per se. Yeah. Brother, 
this has been I'd love to I mean normally it's like oh this has been a pleasure but this has not been a pleasure <laughs> this has been grueling I know for me to sit here and listen to this I'm so happy that you came in and, and yeah. shared the story with yeah, us is there, is there anything else that I'm forgetting to or not thinking to ask no no or I, anything else I you want to share that pretty much covers it yeah thank you for having me thank Dude, you for yeah. Yeah. for doing what you're doing and and congratulations like you're you're doing real good work here you're having important conversations with interesting people and that's well, thanks, really man. important. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, if someone's listening and they feel that they're injured yeah, and they are like, Hey, Oh my God, I'd love to talk to someone. Yeah. Are you open to talking to people? Yeah. I, yeah. I honestly, I talk to people every day. Just yeah. find me on Instagram, Darren Byers, 17, D-A-R-R-E-N-B-Y-E-R-S-1-7. Okay. Um, there's a couple of little screenshots of like my story on there. Mm. Um, that are posted to my page so you'll find it um yeah send me a message like if you if you just need someone to talk to um if you need like resources like i've been through it all i've seen it all i've jumped through the hoops i i can point you in the right direction yeah but i think the biggest thing is like realize you're not alone there's lots of people and just because the documented cases show a smaller number it's not that small like i said i I know 57 people and I'm the only one that's documented. Hmm. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't realize that they weren't documented. Yeah. yeah none of them are documented. They're all just, you know, my, Oh, my uncle had a stroke two days after the jab or my cousin short-term paralysis in her legs, like immediately after the jab yeah. or women having menstrual changes or miscarriages, stuff like that. Like yeah. it's, it's affecting everything. You were yeah. lucky you, f you found a, a GP who was able to, yes. Hundred percent for you. Yep. Because wow. if I didn't, I would either be still searching for one, or um, it just wouldn't be documented. Yeah. And I would just be pulling my hair out and probably be at Riverview. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I think we're almost all on the verge of Riverview, brother. Let me shake your hand. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's a pleasure you. to meet you. Yep. And um, thanks for being so brave and yep. sharing your story. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. If you have a question or comment about this episode, leave it inside the app. Go to the app store, Kid Carson, or contact me through kidcarson.com. 